When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Uh-oh, there. Okay. Good morning. It's Shady at 9 of us. Pizano and Sandy, we welcome you to our Monday morning. Here it is Monday, and it is rainy, and it is crappy, and... Blah. Huh? Blah. And it's blah. Poor Scotty. And, yeah, I've got a little bit of a deeper voice this morning. Because I've got a little bit of a cold this morning. Sucks. Scott is Scott is that guy who never, ever, ever, ever gets sick. Yeah. Never. I Do attribute you it ever to, get sick? I, you know what? I, I really, truly believe. I, I, tr- I don't attribute it to good, like, nutrition and things like that or washing my hands <laughs> a lot. We know that. <laughs> uh, or my, working out. Yeah, or anything like that. I just like, I laugh all the time. And I think laughter is the best medicine. I mean... We laugh for a living. It's great, and yeah. Um, yeah. I, I laugh well, more than you do. You, you, you kind of you internalize it a lot, but I love to laugh. I laugh I was, at everything. I was you do laugh at everything. Little things like, make me laugh. Everything. Yes, but I don't know if does a fake laugh. Is there an equal amount of health benefits to no, a fake laugh? It's, uh, Is there opposite? No? Okay. It punishes okay. you. Yeah, it punishes <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Well, I'm a quiet laugher. That's really what it is. I laugh inside, but I, I want people to know that they're funny or that I'm laughing along. So then I force the laugh. Oh, you have, oh, you have inside laughs and outside I'm, laughs. I, I'm a quiet laugher. Yeah, right. Where'd so, you learn uh, that that trait? I don't. <laughs> do you learn how to laugh? Like, how do you? You just laugh, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I find the humor in just about everything. Everything. Seriously. Like, whether it's very juvenile humor or very highbrow humor, I find it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know if I... Do I love that about you or hate that about you? I'm not sure. But everybody loves that about you. I would I would assume everybody listening loves that about you. I, I, this is what you get, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a real laugh. That was genuine. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, mostly cloudy, uh, and uh, we're going to see a few more light showers it's that sprinkly thing and 54 degrees. Rather proud of myself. I did get uh, a bunch of grass seed down on, on the spots in the yard before the rain started this weekend. So, yeah, man. So proud Loving of you. That. That's Yay. good. My lawn is the worst looking lawn in the entire 20-some years I've been there. It is horrible. It is just. Really? Oh, God. I never got on. I never got the the, the fertilizer on in time. Oh, boy. You know, so, and it's yeah. it's automatically shipped to my house, so there it is, sitting in the garage. I'm like, oh, Oh, geez. my God. So it's... Yeah. Okay. It's bad, bad news bears. I couldn't believe it. I'm like... What's oh, your excuse? Like, huh? What's your excuse? I'm getting out and doing it. Oh. You know. I, you know, I appreciate you being honest like that, not making yeah. an excuse. No, there's no excuse. I mean, I, I find this, get Ellie this, out there. Come on. Well, that's She's it. Old I think enough a lot now. of that. A lot of it has to do with um, you know, chasing a four year old where you don't have time, and you know, in between 
you know, you find out you get you have to get up like early in the morning to get stuff done before the kid wakes up. Then it's hundred yeah. percent of your attention. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Amen to that. There you go. There you go. Norm, most of us have been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You're uh, doing it again. Yes, I've been there, done that. Been there, done that. And then now they're doing that. <laughs> now I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, All right, it's coming, coming up, up on the six. show. Yeah, yeah. we got to talk about. Uh, well, obviously, we have to talk about the Buffalo Bills game. <sighs> but the one thing that. I notice the most from this game, mm-hmm. and it is like if you go through any comment thread about the game, mm-hmm. this is the comment you will always see, and everybody debates it about the Bills game. To mm-hmm. describe the Bills game yesterday, <laughs> okay, All right. we got to talk about that. Um, oh, Suzanne Summers, I know she passed away day before her birthday. Oh, but Today. we have the love poem oh that God. her husband gave her. So or, or like, I mean, just in time, he gave it to her mm-hmm. for her birthday, her birthday love poem. And it was so sweet. Yeah, it's I'd amazing. Like, yeah. So we'll when, read that to you. It's, I think you, I would title this, When You Try to Find Words, He Found Them Without Finding Them. It's awesome. That's coming up. Yes. Yeah. And then um, what I uh, I went for a, a walk and bumped into a, a parent mm-hmm. who has a kid in college, mm-hmm. and what he says he does to ensure that she is still able to live it up and enjoy her college days, but yet not fail. Okay, do really good in school. Hmm. What he does to make sure that she passes all her classes, it's like uh, <laughs> I wonder how many parents are doing this, or if this is good advice. I don't know. All right, we'll get to that all in just a bit. Here, it's ninety eight nine to Buzz, Suzanne and Sandy. Are we on the air? <laughs> Hello, are we? Are we on the air? Are we on the air? I, I think so. Okay, cool. Are we? I don't know. We can hear ourselves, so that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Right. And typically, it's a show for two, anyhow. Hello there. <laughs> With an occasional somebody calls in, especially on a Monday. Uh, I have to say, oh my gosh, thank you. To who? I did not realize. So, at your place of work, where you work, do you have the opportunity to give, like, a pat on the back or accolades to a fellow coworker? Oh. Anyone? (laughs) 818-2899. Yesterday, yesterday was Sunday, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we were sitting on the couch. My husband and I always have our morning coffee. And my husband was like, that was so nice of Scott. I go, what? What did Scott do? That was so nice. He gave you Odyssey points. You can buy your Sherpa blanket now. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm like, wait, he gave me what? He gave you Odyssey points. I did. Did, yeah. did you get the email? And I go, oh my God, no, I didn't get an email. What do you mean? He goes, how did I get the email saying that he gave it to you, but you didn't get it? I go, I don't know, but now I feel terrible because I never said, oh, Scott, thank you. Well, you're welcome. You know, I was doing some... When did some, you do that? Well, I was sitting around and going on our website, the work work site, doing some required training. Yeah, And I'm like, you know what? I gotta. I never use... I'm like, I'm going to use these points because... Oh, there's the engineer. Hold on a second. I just want to make sure. Hold on, one moment, please. Hi, are we are we on the air? Uh, oh, okay. We're well, not. we're we're in a break, so uh, hold on a second. So he's not sure if we're on the air or not. If, if we're oh. on the air, if we're on the air. Can you call us at eight one eight two eight nine nine? If we're not on the air, then I'll say this all over again yeah. to make sure I say it out loud to everybody. No, just let us know because I've got this flashing light. And my engineers are like, "Is everything okay?" It's like usually it's the dead air. 
a flashing light that says you you have no nothing going on. I just on. listened back to yeah. some of our show and we mm. were off. It, it has it's a blank. It's oh. a blank file. Oh really? So I don't know if it's oh. been fixed or not. Okay. I guess. But anyhow, yeah. you are so stinking sweet. Well, I'm like, oh, well, you deserve it. I was. What I tried to give you Odyssey points. I tried anyhow. to give you thirty points, but it wouldn't let me. And I didn't know what to write because I thought everyone would see it. I was going to be like, now you could buy your dumb sweatshirt. <laughs> But I didn't. <laughs> I know, because that's what it is. Wait, we have a store here. Yeah, we have at a the, store. At the company. How many other people have that? And it's like, Where, a, it's a national company, right? It's, a, you know, stock Yeah, it's 200 plus yeah. stations, right? Yeah, right, right. so they have this, you like give each other like suck up points and then you can use those points to buy like swag, like a mug with our logo on it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because they don't give it out for free anymore. No, no. No. You do that. Right. You want to piss off I those mean, stockholders. Right. Well... <laughs> Like, you know, if it wasn't for the stockholders, we wouldn't have a company. Let's be honest. Well, that, well they pay. They really We've pay got a first check of your roads oh. for your ride in this morning. As you can okay. see. Good morning, 99 to Buzz. Suzanne and Sandy now exclusively streaming on Alexa. <laughs> well, we think. what are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the show on your smart speaker, mm-hmm. well, then you're, you're, you're listening. That's but if important. you listen to us on the car, well, we're not there. But that's okay Maybe. because if you're listening, then you don't know. Well, thank God for mute your mute your speaker. Right oh yeah, away. thank God for our engineer Derek, who is uh, down near my nether region right now. Under oh the, my! Uh, <laughs> trying to get things started. No, nethers. no, no. The nethers. <laughs> What's it look like? What's yeah. it? What's no, it no, look not like? my nethers, but the audio <laughs> signal. He's, boy, that got him out of here quick. <laughs> he just ran out. I think that was my first authentic, not fake laugh that you of the day or of the of our entire career? month. I, w- I was going to give you a month. Oh, but okay. You've made me laugh before, but that uh, was really funny. Oh, uh, okay. God, oh, there he there he goes. Uh, you, you know, this guy, our engineer, he's something else. I mean, imagine. Like not only the, the the electronics and stuff of a radio station, but you're talking five of them. Then you're talking a layer of like microwaving the signal to a tower, and then making sure all the sure. equipment at the tower. Yeah. Is right. I mean, this guy's amazing. I, I, like every office has an yeah. IT department, right? But it's a department, and we got one guy. <laughs> Poor Derek. He's it's awesome. like just one guy at your office. How many people work at IT? <clears throat> how many you got? Right. I bet you guy, it's more than one. And this guy has to know about everybody's computer. He has to be able to fix every schlub's computer here. Oh, my laptop isn't working because everybody gets like a company laptop kind of stuff yeah. to work. Oh, he's got to know all about those. He's got to know all about audio signals. He's got to know all about the electronics so, and craziness. Beca- because we're not on, uh, well, I don't know. Are we back up on the radio yet? But don't we're know. still on the smart speaker, like I said. So yeah. are you just, you, you don't want to proceed with what we have planned? Well, we can't. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> are, are we streaming maybe? Yeah, you guys are streaming. We are streaming. So we are on your smart device or we are. See, uh, yeah. that's what I said. Yeah. But he has to get behind okay. all the stuff here. Anyhow, you let's talk-, talk about the Bills game last night. Well, I I feel like we should, right? Like we have to because well, that's yeah. what everybody's talking about today. The Bills game. So now, feel free to call in if you're if you're listening eight one eight two eight nine nine. The general consensus that I saw, the reaction about the Bills game, 
was a everybody said oh my gosh my heart can start beating again well, yeah first of all if you didn't see i, I fell asleep at 7 30 but i did read up on it it was it was it was a horrible game <laughs> it was t- tough to watch it was supposed to be a blowout yeah and it was not it was 14 9 bills right at the end right at the end yeah okay. last play of the game could have changed everything but it didn't thank god yeah. So here's the thing. And uh, Josh Allen had an x-ray done for his shoulder, his yeah, throwing shoulder. I and know. he's like, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Mm, I'm, fine I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. And then uh, who was the other player? Uh, neck injury. Yeah. Uh, yep. He got hurt. Okay. So somebody who knows sports will call us. You know what? But I was, was going to it up, but I didn't. Everybody says a win is a win. Correct. I don't care. It looks sloppy. It was a mess. But a win is a win, so I'll take it. A win do, is a win. Damian Harris, you, by the way, the running back, was the guy that got hurt. Okay. It was a scary moment. It was ambulance on the field kind of stuff. Okay. It, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so if they play sloppy but win, mm-hmm. are they still a good team? Yes. Do you buy into the win is a win? Yes. I'm uh, all for a win is a win. It's true. A win is a win. Yeah, but if you are if you don't play well, uh-huh. can you... You gotta... You, you're only like... One game, a win is a win. But when it becomes a pattern, right? No. Are you still a good team? First of all, they don't suck. Bills don't suck. They're leading in like 20 different categories. Sure. If they sucked last night, a win is a win. They still won. Uh, It's something about that. And I know I'm the last person to have a take on this. I agree. I know. You're rolling your eyes. But in sports, is that all that matters? Because I I don't know. For some reason, it bothers me when people say that. Well, a win is a win. It it is. Mm, It's binary. Okay. It's it's a binary. It's not an emotional thing. It's not how well they played and how I feel they played. It's it's a computer that says win or win. Lose. Very binary. You can't You're a very get, binary person. You, you, you don't can't have get as excited. Ground. You cannot get as excited, though, right? With those kind of games. Like, even when my daughter played soccer in high school, it's like, okay, you guys won, but you can't get, let's not celebrate. We're not having ice cream because you guys didn't really play like you deserved. Nice. Good way to punish your you kids. You just, ca- well, I didn't say that. Win wow. is a win. But if I was a coach, I would be like, listen, all right, we're not celebrating because you did not deserve to win. It's one of those, you d- did you deserve to win? Yes, because the score was 14 to 9. You deserved to win because you put more points on the board than the other team. Yeah, but It doesn't matter if you, like, you pooped yourself on the field. It's still a win. <laughs> That's a loss, but it's still a win. <laughs> I know, but you can't be as proud. No, not Do exactly. Do you come home just as happy, equally as happy as if you were to win and really play your best? No, but it's, this is a great, this is a best of both worlds scenario. Not only did you win, you got some stuff that you can look back on and say, okay, we got to change that, I got to change that. I wasn't as good then. I was having a bad night. Perfect. And it, they still won. Oh, so therefore, God. a win is a win. Okay. Eight one eight two eight nine nine. Let's move this into our everyday world now. In the office, can this translate in the office? Okay. Like, how do you feel about the coworker who might not be the best, most flawless, <laughs> mm. but yet just gets the job done when is enough, enough to check it off the list? Hello. 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 Are, Hello? There? Are we on the are air? There? Hello. Are we there? All right. Uh, yeah, would you, would you, let's just ask. Can, can you call us eight one eight two eight nine nine if we're on the air? 
Yeah, if well, you we're can on hear streaming us. again. So we're streaming, we're, we're, but yeah, nobody's okay. called. So. Um, <laughs> and we have to get to Suzanne Summers. Oh, uh, Suzanne Summers passed away, but the love poem mm. that her husband wrote to her, we have that love poem, oh and he gave God. it to her just in time before she passed. Yeah. But anyhow, that's coming up on the show. Mm. And uh, that accident with the police car in Rochester, oopsies. Mm. Somebody need. Does somebody need to lose their license? We'll get to all of that coming up. But we were just talking about the Buffalo Bills game. Okay, and so many people, they won the game, but it was tight. It was supposed to be a blowout. It didn't end up being a blowout. It was, But a lot of people say, hey, a win is a win. A win is a win. I'll take it. Good. Can you really be satisfied with a win is a win? In the sports world, a lot of people say yes. Now let's translate that into your world. If there was a coworker, Mm -hmm who might not be the most flawless, might not be the best, but they get the job done enough to check it off the list. Mm -hmm. Would you hire that person? How how do you know? Well, okay, don't split hairs here. It's kind of like the same idea as a win is a win. The team always wins. They don't always look pretty when they do it. They're sloppy, but somehow they squeak out a win. Collectively. The coworker always gets the job done. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't always, isn't always the best at it, but it gets done. Would you hire that person? Yeah. No, oh, oh. you, what are you, liar? Win is a win. You're saying that just because you're on your win is a win no, I just, pedestal. Well, I mean, again, like a, like a football team, uh, workplace is a collective, right? Some people are high achievers. Some are not as high, but they okay. try, you know, <laughs> they try. Dot, dot, dot. Is that the person you want on your team? Well, I mean, a win is a win type of person. I don't. I, you know, I come on. Be everybody's honest. got. Yeah, everybody's got their faults. Everybody's got their strengths, and that's you know that's it. That's okay. It. I mean, so, I mean, it, once you start looking at numbers and you're trying to tweak it a little bit here, a little bit there, and maybe that employee is a little more likely to not be employed there as long. But you know, until then, they get the job done. It's kind of like quantity over quality. Mm. Mm-hmm. What about the people who still work from home? Now, if that is not you, do you see those people as the people who are just getting the job done? Do you put them in the same category as the people who are just, let me just check it off the list. Mm-hmm. The win is a win. Mm-hmm. Nah, if they're getting the job done, then it's fine. If they're able to do it from home, then they're getting the job done. Be honest. You don't have to say that to me just because I work from home a lot. You work from home. <laughs> During you're fine. The week. <laughs> yeah. I like it by myself. And you don't. That's fine. <laughs> if I could, I would. Yeah. D- did you know to go into the office? Now this is all surfacing. This is all coming to a head because we all worked from home. We all had a face. Not all. At one I don't point, a lot of us all. did. Yeah. There's a good majority of you who never got that right, taste right. of working from home. Right, but right. now that we see the numbers of how expensive it is to physically get into the office, do you know what they say? $51 a day, over $1,000 a month just to freaking get to work. How is that? Where does that number come from? They break it down. Uh-huh. So here's the debate, too, because they did release these numbers. And 818-2899, now employees are saying, my employer should pay for this. <laughs> but they want me into the office. Because a lot of companies are saying, no, everybody has to come into the office. They're saying $16 on lunch, mm-hmm. $14 on commuting, mm-hmm. $13 on breakfast and coffee, $8 on parking. Like, they are not parking at the High Falls parking garage, I'll tell you that. Well, eight times 30, whatever. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's, it's does that equal a hundred and ninety dollars? Yeah. Well, what? Well, no, no, it's uh, twenty, right? If you do a five day work week, five it's one hundred and sixty. It's one hundred and sixty, actually. Okay, so then that is it's it. cheaper. So employees are saying, should a company not budge on any of the policy changes and they still want you to come into work, even though it costs you a thousand dollars a month and they will not budge. Forty two percent of people say they'll go look for another job. Hi, the buzz. Good morning. Good morning. And you guys are on the air in the last 10 minutes. Okay, good. But we weren't before that. No, Man, you should have heard. Oh my god, that was the best show ever. Oh my god, Sandy's potty mouth was unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I thought I heard something in the ear. (laughs) Now, if you want to, if you want to catch what you missed, that riveting radio that we did early, it'll be on the podcast. Yeah, because we always brought, we always podcast our show right after. Yeah, yeah. If anybody uh, missed anything, so can you believe it? So so we're going to catch you with a little Miss Sweet with the potty mouth. Exactly. Yep. Because you can swear on the podcast. Yeah, that's behind the the paywall. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so fifty one dollars a day it costs to go to work these days. If if you if you you know break it down between travel, you know, commute, gas, food, just everything, everything. Just- so why don't we just lay down, go to sleep, and die because it costs you X amount of dollars just to get up to exist. Yeah. Okay, you could say that, but you're existing because you want to exist, not for your job. Okay. So a lot of people are saying if that the, the employer should kick mm-hmm. in some of that money. Do you agree? Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the mentality of me, me, me. Yeah. There's going to be cost incurred all the way around. There's going to be cost incurred by the employer. Mm-hmm. There's going to be cost incurred by the employee. Mm-hmm. If you can't incur those costs, then maybe you should look for a job that you don't like. If you're in a job. And you're only spending that X amount of dollars, and you're getting X amount of hours pay and X amount of be- uh, benefits per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, suck it up. Yeah. And okay. Do you pay for parking, Ray? <laughs> no. I, fortunately, I do not. No. Oh, yeah. see how nice it is and how easy it is to say it's not a big deal when but, you don't have to pay all not, that money. But that's not then. Then what you need to do is get a hold of the city of Rochester and get a hold of all the companies and come combined to see what they can do. Because all that is for city parking is a money grab on the city. Well, of course it is. They and you know what? So it's not your employer. It's the city of Rochester or wherever city well, you pay for so parking. Yeah. So it's not the employer themselves. You know what? Ray has other costs, like a quarter million dollar truck that he has to drive. So yeah, but that's not his truck. That's his company's truck. Great. So my company, so I'm going to go after my company for X amount of $50 a week when they spend in two days time, if I'm really driving hard or mm-hmm. three days time, almost uh, $600 for every three to four days a week of filling up a truck. Right. Okay. So what do you say to those people? And it, you know, it is what it is. All this war in the Middle East is going to eventually, some people say, you know, the gas prices are going to go up even higher. So some people, depending on your income Mm -hmm. bracket, a Mm -hmm. lot of people are spending a good chunk of their paycheck just on the gas to get to work. They can't, they don't have that flexibility in their budget. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we've become a society that there's definitely no longer a one, one person income into a household. Yeah. And secondly, we need to, sounds crazy, we need to stop spending the money that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, why the interest rate, people don't understand why the interest rate keeps climbing. The interest rate keeps climbing to try to control the spending that we still keep doing even though the interest rate is through the roof. Yeah, exactly. But then there's necessities. So that's I, why I mean, we're in the dire straits 
the individual and or the country as a whole is in the dire straits that we're in because we think nothing of spending the money and living yeah. well beyond our means. Yeah, and then when it comes true. back to bite us in the can... That's true. You don't know what's going on. I'm still not going to side with the man. This is the, uh, you know, everything that you guys are talking about has always been a problem. It's always cost X amount of dollars to to, to live every day. So this is like, yeah. We didn't realize it really until COVID happened. And now we're seeing the breakdown. Now we're feeling the difference. Mm-hmm. Like when, right, when we were under lockdown or being able, if right. you were privileged enough to work from home, you kind of felt that ease in the budget. And you're sure. like, oh, my God, wait a minute. Yeah. Here my company is making so much money. Just toss me, but, a, you know, cover my parking. Think about what but think what that company has. All right. I'm not always for big companies and corporations. But... When you have brick and mortar, you yeah. have your insurance carrier and costs, you have your overhead for your employees, you have your pensions, you yeah. have uh, all, insurance per employee, the amount of dollars yeah. that they get for deduction. Right. It's all about the money. It's all connected. All right. Exactly. It's all connected. And to make your employer pay you 51 bucks you a, a day. kiss up, Ray. That's, I'm calling you kiss oh, up, Ray. Oh, stop. All right. Kiss up. <laughs> We're going to take a break. I'm late. Thanks for calling us to saying that we are back on the air. Appreciate it. Goodbye. All right. Coming up on the show, Uh, Suzanne Summers. Oh, we remember Suzanne Summers and the sweet poem her husband wrote to her, and he was able to give it to her before she passed. It's so sweet. It was an early birthday present, and her birthday, uh, she passed yesterday, and her birthday is today. So, 25 years of battling breast cancer um, just yesterday. But I was doing a little digging. I found out that she made. $300 $300 million on the Thigh Master. Wow. You know, and I thought, I wasn't sure, and I don't know if anybody else was confused by this. Was she the creator, inventor? Yes. She was not. Oh. She was just the endorser, the, 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 the face of, of the product. Oh, I she guess she bought, invent- she 100% owned it from what I'm seeing. She may have bought it, but she was yeah. not the person who, you know. Yeah. Um, she created the product, which I thought was interesting. And her husband, Alan Hamel, um, had said that that they owned 100% of it and they got every penny. Good they sold 15 million of them in 1999. Uh, back in 2022, she did an oh interview. God, I totally remember that. I remember my mom wanting one of those. Like, that was the thing. Did she get it? No, she didn't end up getting it. I don't know why. We had one. They were, I mean, what do you call that? Um, where you push... Yeah. Against itself. Uh, Is that how you have the, the legs that you do, the thighs that you do? Because yes. I, I, I still do thigh, yeah, thigh master yeah. until it pinched me. Then I didn't like it anymore. There was something else that I, okay, <laughs> there's so much, and I, I feel bad not knowing all this information about Suzanne Summers until she passes. Yeah. But what she said about her husband, what they do before noon, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, okay. okay. All right, Suzanne. All right. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And we lost Suzanne Summers yesterday, unfortunately. Come and knock on our door. I did not realize, and this wasn't anything new. This was like we we knew the gossip about why she was fired back in the day. Mm-hmm. She worked from seasons one through five. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, she went in at that time. She was dating her now husband, mm-hmm. uh, who was a former TV producer. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, ask for more money. You deserve to be making equal pay. Now, this is in the 80s, remind you. So she said, all right, I want to make more than 30000 I want to make 150000 which would be comparable to what John Ritter was making. Oh, wow. And they laughed at her and said, who do you think you are? This was the quote in the article. Who do you think you are? John is the star, not you. Wow. And fired her. Yeah. Nope. Everybody's expendable. Remember that. Oh, my God. Like. 30,000 is a significant difference from 150. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, so a blessing in disguise, I guess, because you know she went on to do uh, pretty amazing things. Yeah, uh, she. we were talking earlier that she and her husband uh, owned the Thighmaster outright and made $300 million off of it. You know, she said she always approached this. Suzanne Summers uh, passed away yesterday, 77, mm-hmm. second round. 76. 76, yeah. sorry. Today would have been her, right? Today would have been her birthday. I know. Um, breast cancer came back. But she said that she always treated this as a business, whereas um, her counterparts sometimes, even John Ritter, was like an actor. And the woman that was alongside her too, I can't remember her first, Joyce mm-hmm. DeWitt, mm-hmm. She was a true thespian. Like, she didn't want to be famous. She just loved the acting part of it. And they went mm-hmm. to schooling for it. And Suzanne's like, listen, I just wanted a job because I was a single mom. I just said, uh, yeah, sure, I'll try this. I'll be the ditzy blonde on this show. Right. So. Made a I career out of it. Made a massive amount of money from it. The um, Her husband uh, and she were married for 46 years. 46 years before she died, and he gave her an early birthday present, a handwritten love poem wrapped in her favorite pink peonies. And um, we got a copy of this poem. You know, this is so hard. This is so touching. Can I read it? Yeah, it's so Their relationship is a relationship that, gosh, I aspire to be. You got to envy. You definitely have to envy yeah. it. In her seventies, she was like, "Yeah, we, uh, you know, we go get a little romantic uh, three times a day before noon." Get she out goes, of just here! I'm old. Yes, she said that in an interview. She goes, "I just noon. What time is it? We've already had it three times." And it's like she's like, "I'm old. I'm not dead." 
What? I'm like, Suzanne, you are older than me. I do not have it three times a week. Like, there's two. Jeez. I'm like, God, I got to step up my game here. You better step up your game. I know. Well, here's the problem. I was going to read it, but it it, uh, it uh, gave me an Wait, update. hang on. Let me. Uh, I can't. I have to reopen. I have to reopen. Oh no! Come on, we've yeah. been teasing it. All I right, know. Here, I'll read it. No, uh, I don't do it as good as you. Though I'll tell you what, it's worth. You're it. so hard. Can we hold on? Can we do it in just a second? I have to pull it back up because um, it, it gave me a uh, a uh, uh, your your website has been infected message. Oh, it's I got it. Up. I didn't get that. Let me pull it back up again, and I'll I'll, I'll open it before it kills me. All right. Uh, okay. I guess we can tease it more. Sure. Why not? You don't want me to read it? No. Go okay. ahead. You, you can read it though. Don't go. Because we're a little late, and I want to I want to take. Okay. Time okay. We'll do that. Right? We'll do it because yeah. Scott's sultry voice is what you need, really, with a poem. And this is You're written right. from her husband to her. So, um, Buzz, Zero, and Sandy, how are you? You know, you're first in a relationship. Sometimes you write little love letters to each other and stuff, and it's cute and. And then throughout the years, you're like, yeah, you know, I wish I could you get really you, you do. But then, you know, like you got nothing else to say. I said it all. When you hear what Suzanne Summers husband wrote and gave to her just a day before she passed and which is a day before, which was yesterday. And then today would have been her birthday. They were planning on celebrating her birthday. Now they have to celebrate her life. He gave her this love note wrapped in her favorite peonies. And I want to read a piece of it. It's just amazing. Heartfelt is not the word. I don't even know what it is. Here it goes. Love. I use it every day. Sometimes several times a day. I use it at the end of emails to my loving family. I even use it in emails to close friends. I use it when I'm leaving the house. There's love, then, then love you, and I love you. Therein lies some of the different ways we use the word love. Sometimes I feel obligated to use love, responding to someone who signed love in their email. When I'm uncomfortable using love, but I use it anyway. And he goes down to describe all the different ways you use the word love. And then, I could go on ad infinitum, but you get it. What brand of love do I feel for my wife, Suzanne? Can I find it in anything? Hold on. The spam filter just came up and blocked me again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why didn't you cut and paste? Because I don't word want to, okay, document. Here goes. Okay, you got it. Um, okay. There is no version of the word that is applicable to Suzanne, and I even use the word "applicable" advisedly. The closest version in words is it even close? It's not even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Unconditional love does not do it. I'll take a bullet for you. Doesn't do it. I weep when I think about my feelings for you. Feelings. That's getting close, but not all the way. 55 years together, 46 married, and not even one hour apart for 42 of those years. That doesn't even do it. Even going to bed at 6 o'clock and holding hands while we sleep doesn't do it. Aww. Staring at your beautiful face while you sleep doesn't do it. I'm back to feelings. There are no words. There are no actions. No promises. No declarations. Even the green-shaded scholars of the Oxford University Press have spent 150 years and still have failed to come up with that one word. So I will call it us. Uniquely, magically, indescribably wonderful us. Aww. There you go. Gosh, their relationship was so awesome. So I, awesome. I envy and the words, the passion that comes out. And we should all dig deep to find those. I was just going to say right? that. 
is this going to be, and I'll tell you, I was like, oh, yeah, we do get, we, you go in waves, right? After you've been, and so many of us have been married for so long that mm-hmm. you kind of just get in a routine and get comfortable and you forget to do things like that, right? Yeah. Take a minute today. Doesn't have to be that deep. You know what I hate? Now he said, now you can't plagiarize it. <laughs> that would be cheating. Just, well, yeah, but I, I, chances of your wife, Jill, reading that, slim. No, I would never Ripping. plagiarize that. I couldn't. Just change a few words. It would be my luck that she's like, oh, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. It's a beautiful poem. Uh, Why not? I would be okay with that. Hey, we buy Hallmark cards that people write for us. Anyway. Absolutely. And I actually will transcribe a Hallmark card into my own. Oh, you played your... Yeah, we've been down here. That's fine. Take that. That's beautiful. He said it so perfectly. Speaking of plagiarizing... Uh, Yeah, okay. So coming up on this show... uh, By the way, shout out to Building 28 at Kodak. Kodak Derek. Yeah, man. And all the guys listening, Building 28. Yay. I would love to hear your take on this, Derek. Uh, I was walking the dog mm-hmm. the other day, and I ran into uh, a, a parent mm-hmm. who proceeded to tell me, and like no big deal, just confidently told me what he does to ensure that his daughter gets the best out of college, best life, like mm-hmm. enjoys life at college, but yet still passes. And I was like, when he said it, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know if that's common or not. Find out what he does. 98.9 The Buzz. Monday morning, gray, rainy, blah. Okay, I have a serious question to ask you. Mm. And I want you to be completely honest. 818-2899. And I think the chances are that you may be more honest after I tell you this story. So I was on a walk and I usually go not only in my neighborhood, in and out of other neighborhoods, and you get to know the same people who take the walk at the same time, whatever, whatever. So I ran into a parent who mentioned something to me that now I'm wondering, oh my gosh, how common is this? Hmm. Now, first I want to say this is the nicest guy ever. And if he's listening right now, I hope he doesn't get upset that I'm bringing it up. But he said it to me so casually, like it was... He didn't mind that it was out there in the open, okay? Because we're not besties. So he he opened up about this. So, okay. So we were talking about, of course, my dog, Minnie Schnauzer, gets like crazy barky barky whenever anybody walks by, mm-hmm. especially another dog. So my dog's obnoxious. He comes over, okay, let the dogs play. And then we started to talk about how both our dogs are needy, and it's probably because we baby them too much. All right. So then he gave the example of... You know, when I'm in the office and I got to get this paper done, I'm helping my daughter with her college paper and I got to get it done. I mean, I got to get it done by six and the dog is like pawing at me. And and I was like, wait, did he just say when his what? He's helping his daughter do her paper. Like he did not give me an example of when I'm working. That was my example. When I'm working, my dog is needy. He gave the example of when I'm helping her, my daughter with her college paper. But when he said it, he now his daughter doesn't live here. His daughter's an out of state college. And he's writing her, her papers? Well, he said, would I help my daughter write her paper, but the deadline's at six. I got to get this done by six. Stop and then, it. And he said it as just like a no big deal flipping comment. So I didn't press that issue. I just continued to talk about the dogs. But then I walked away thinking, huh, 
Huh. How many people do that? How many parents help their kids succeed at college? Any other parent willing to admit that they have done that? Are you okay with that? The only thing I helped my son was with was formatting on a Word document. And that's as far as I got. Okay, but you helped. <laughs> yeah, well, Did you yeah. not continue because you couldn't help? Right, he couldn't figure it out. Oh, my term, my my paper got screwed up because the format. No, I mean, was right. could did huh? you not help more because you really didn't have the knowledge to help more? Because I'm be right, honest, yeah, I, I didn't, probably would. I I couldn't yeah. help him. I'm like, find <laughs> we, someone who knows how to do Word. <laughs> I can't figure it out. That's the only thing I've ever done for any of my kids. And as far as homework was concerned, even yeah. in school, I didn't help him. After because we couldn't, because we're not smart. Right. But let's say we were smart. Yeah. And let's say our kid is signing up for a career that we are in. Like, you know, how a lot, a, a lot, that happens a lot of times, right? You're a nurse, you're a doctor, your kids want to be a nurse, a doctor, oh, you're in yeah. accounting, your kid wants to be in accounting. Yeah. You have the answer that your kid is looking for. Is it hard not to step in and help? 818 I got calls. Hi, the boss. Good morning. Hi, this is Michelle. Hey, Michelle. I admit it. I, I did her you application. Did. I did Stop the application um, thing to get her to college. Uh-huh. She didn't want to, and I helped it. Yeah. So we sent it along. That's the only thing I did because she was she was afraid how to do it, what to say, what, blah, blah, blah. So I, okay, we just did a few things, and she read it over and. Did she read your work? She gave yeah, you the she did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. did. She approved. She approved. So I, yeah, I did. Did you get I in? Didn't do anything else? She, did oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you she got did. it. She okay. Got okay. Okay. Yeah, God, right. that would have yeah. been humiliating if you did it. Oh, oh, it was like, oh my God. Heck yes. Yeah. Heck yes. No but pressure on you. You know, I didn't do anything else, but the application, she was afraid. And what, at 17, 18, whatever, you don't know too much. Now, listen, here we are. Yep. I'll be honest with you. First, do you regret any of it? No. No. Okay. No, no. She now, went I'll on. be honest. Okay. When, when no. he was telling me this, I was absolutely mm-hmm. judging and saying, oh, my God, because he was yep. saying, like, you know, then he made yep. another flippant remark. Well, I got to get a return on my investment here. This college is expensive. <laughs> I can't have her failing. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, no, my no, God, no. Dad. But then I started to no. think more about it. Why not? No. It's a I, collaboration, right? right? Like, your well, college. It. Exactly. If yeah. you pass the class, you're spending yep. a lot of yep. freaking money for this college degree. Well, there's another addition to this. I couldn't afford it. I was a single parent. I had to encourage her to do ROTC for the uh-huh. Army, uh-huh. and it worked out. But that's for me. Not everybody is Army or Navy right. Air Force, yeah. but mm-hmm. I needed the money. Yeah. Um, and we did, we've, we're fine. She's now uh, 20 years, major. Wow. And nice. retiring. Oh, See? With a pension! Yeah, pension paid off. But that's it. You have to do a little nudge yeah. for me, yeah. my, my personal thing, to get them on the right track. And if you don't, sometimes they flounder and you don't want that either. Yeah. Right. You, want your children, you want your children, all of them, to do better than us. Uh, me, I did. And yep. I chose to stay here. She chose to get out of the box, which is beautiful. Yeah. She's been all over the world. Oh, good and for her. It worked out great. That's great. Right. Thanks, and, Michelle. And Thank, 40, thanks for that story. You're welcome. 
Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. And have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Anytime. Okay. Right. Bye. 745 See? now on the buzz. Anyone yeah. else willing mm. to confess? And is it really a bad thing? As soon as you said ROI, return on investment in college is so expensive. You're buying a piece of paper. <laughs> you got to make sure they get that piece of paper. Okay, you. What's up? It's 89 to buzz. We got 8 o'clock hour here on this rainy Monday. Scott's Pisano, Sandy Waters here. We'll get you through it. We'll be right. Is this the hardest? I don't know if I should form this as a question or if I should make it a statement. Because I think we all would agree the hardest part of watching your parents get older is telling them they can't drive anymore. Is it, would you say that single-handedly is the toughest conversation you have to have? 818-2899. Have you had that conversation with your parents? And how did it go? Never had to do that. You uh, have it. I remember us I, talking about it on the air, though, debating if you should or not, or when my, that time comes. My great aunt, Marion O'Neill, we called her Mamie. We had a little, uh, like a little, uh, like stream at the front of our house. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little driveway that went over, you know, like a tunnel, like you know, yeah. like, and and on either side there was, um, you know, one of those split rail fences. Well, she took one of those out, and we're like, you can't drive anymore. <laughs> one incident. See, okay, so this is a perfect segue into this conversation. Yeah. The accident that happened over the weekend mm-hmm. on East Main Street. Is this the one accident that is going to now mm-hmm. bring up this conversation in this woman's house? So it was just after that one accident, Aunt Mame, and now you're like, I mean, everybody has an accident. That's why it's called an accident. You know what? She agreed. She's like, yeah, I can take the keys. I don't want to drive anymore. She's like, no. She did? Yeah. Oh, see, she I She conceded. Can't- I can't see it being that easy. And she was so upset about wrecking the, you know, and possibly going into the stream with the car. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old for this stuff. So no big deal. As long, I'm like, we'll drive you everywhere you need to go. She's like, okay, sounds good. Oh, God, so it wasn't awkward at all. Day. Just, I, I don't yeah. know if I would. I think I'm going to leave it up to my older sister. She takes charge all the time. You know those older siblings. She's yeah. a Leo too. So have a Leo and an older sibling. I mean, that's it. <laughs> no, but she's going to take the. She'll have to break the news to dad <laughs> when it comes time. But uh, 72 year old woman. She's out of state. She doesn't live in Rochester, oh. but she ran a red light, crashing into a police car. Oh. The officer was driving a police car on East Main Street, going through the intersection at Birch Crescent. Mm-hmm. Pickup truck truck was driving. How about that? Grandma in a pickup truck. Okay. 72-year-old grandma in a pickup truck driving from Birch Crescent and attempting to turn left onto East Main Street, ran the red light, caused the accident. Officer went to the hospital. No Ooh. serious injuries, though. Oh, it, that sucks. It's fine. That was just like a precautionary thing. Whoops. She's fine. She had a nine-year-old in the car. Nine-year-old is fine. Everybody's mm-hmm. fine. But I wonder if this is going to be the conversation. See, like you say, the age. And that just, like, decided it for me. Because 72 ain't old. Is that? No. Well, when you're 60s, I guess it's not. And when you're in your 40s, I guess it is. No, it's, it's, it's you know, <laughs> when I was 20, 72 sounded like, why yeah. are you still driving? Right. You're right. It does it, does it, I don't know. This is the question. Is 72 too old then? Let's go here. No, it's not too old. I mean, it, obviously it depends on the person and their cognitive state and all that. Do da, you da, da, realize da, da. it though? Like, I don't know if dad, dad sometimes says, and my dad is about 72. 
Oh, yeah? I'm mm-hmm. not sure exactly, <laughs> but... Nice to know your dad's age. I know. I know I'm a terrible daughter. I'm the middle child, whatever. Mm. He's forgotten about me, and but I your, forget about his Your Leo sister knows his age. Oh, absolutely. She does. <laughs> um, but I don't know if he would be self-aware enough, even though he does say, why don't you drive whenever we go places? He's mm-hmm. like, why don't you drive? So maybe he is self-aware, but nobody is talked about it Ah, loud ah. because it is a bruise to the ego i guess right in a way unless you you know it all along and you're too scared like okay you're the old person and you're like i'm not doing well driving i'm weaving i'm using the brakes wrong i'm but do you know complete and then well maybe you do and maybe you don't again just like you're afraid to say anything right yeah the person that should probably not be driving might be like a little afraid to say something and who draws straws in the family? Like, if you don't have an older sibling who's a Leo and takes charge, who is it in the family that has to break the news? Send them an email. <laughs> <laughs> if they can open it. <laughs> yeah, or like a, oh, I don't know, maybe you have a good uh, a suggestion if this has happened to you, 818 yeah, but yeah. maybe it's like one of those, hey, a friend of mine... And, and tell a story, but really describe what's happening in their life. Yeah, right. What if you just rip the bandaid off and it's like, Dad, you can't drive anymore. Give me your keys. Yeah, my dad's an old school Italian. I don't know if he'd be willing to give up his keys to his his kids. I don't know. <sighs> That's the other creative ways to get the keys out of a uh, older driver's hands. I know the test is if you do send them email and they don't know how to open the email, then you take the keys. Oh. <laughs> the technology test <laughs> it's got to be it really has to be the hardest thing and this poor woman thankfully nobody was yeah, really hurt okay, right? and thankfully that I mean that nine year old in the car with her yeah. that is going to be a memory I remember when I was around that age my dad got into an accident that was the one and only accident I ever got into with my father uh-huh. in the car and I remember it like it was yeah, it was such a vivid memory the smell, the sounds, like everything about that accident, how worried I was as a kid. How bad was it? it? Not even bad at all, but it was like the officer came and asked me, are you okay? Like yeah. the officer had to ask me, not my dad. I don't know. It was weird. It was like it would sit with me and I was so embarrassed for my dad. I was like, I hope daddy's okay. Like I was so worried for him that he would be taken away in the cop car. Nothing. It was just a little like fender bender. No it was no big deal, but still, but it was it was it was trauma in your eyes. When right? I was nine years old, that was like the biggest accident ever. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You remember your first accident that you were riding in? Yeah. That one two eight eight one eight two eight nine nine. Buzz. Good morning, it's Pizzi and Sandy here. So here we are. Look at it. Look at that weather. Ooh. Just ugh, you're driving on it. It's like spooky and weird and. How was, sat- how was Saturday? How was Saturday here, weather-wise? Because we were up closing our camper this weekend. Oh, and it didn't uh, rain at all. It didn't? Not up where uh, we were, no. Saturday, no, somebody help me. It's all a blur. Yes, because Saturday that was Saturday. Like? Was I mean, most of yesterday was okay until later, and then, right? Oh, well, we got our pumpkins on Saturday. Okay, there you go. But then Saturday night, no, it was it was, it was dreary. It was it? It was boring, but it was dreary. Yeah. But here's the question stuff. that I have for you. Mm. When your kids are more excited about Halloween than you are. Uh-huh. First, can anyone relate to that? 
818-289-9. Let's say, let's say you have this irrational fear about Halloween, but your oh, kids no. are so into it. Oh, no. Do you pass them off to somebody else who equally loves spooky, or do you just suck it up because that's your job as a parent? What happened? You bailed, didn't you? You I, didn't. You didn't. I did ba- you didn't. I bailed. I bailed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I don't like haunted hay rides. Guess I don't what? like them at all. Don't like the cold. Don't like the rain. Don't like any of it. You're not going to die. You're going to be fine. I don't. It's like okay. amusement park rides. They're built to not die on. Here's Mostly. here's my story, and I don't know if you have one to share. <laughs> there have been times in my life, and actually I think it's when I hit 40-something, and this new culture of, hey, just do what makes you happy. So... I would always be like, fine, yes, I don't want to, but I will do it for you. That was like my theory with everything. Coworkers, friends, family, everything. I don't want to, but I'll suck it up, put on a smile, and just go with it. See, it's, you know, of all the people I know, you're the you're the martyriest marty, martyr out of there. So I figured you, you, you're going to do stuff that you don't want to do. I learned it from the best, my mother. Yeah. My 100% Italian mom. Martyr McMartyr face. Yes. Four feet two. <laughs> cute little Italian mom. That's what she does. That's what she's taught. Anyhow, so Friday night, we always go over to my parents' house. Great. My sisters and I and the, and the grandkids were all there. Beautiful, wonderful, terrific. Now, leading up to it, all mm. last week, my sister was like, hey, listen, let's go to the Haunted Hayrides. I can get tickets. Do you mm. all want to go? Yeah. I was quiet in that text exchange because I hate hayrides. And I'm like, let me ask the girls. Okay, the girls were like, no, nah, it's not really our thing. We don't want to go. I'm like, awesome. We're all on the same page. Uh-huh. Friday comes around. We're sitting at the kitchen table. And my sister's like, you sure you don't want to go to the hayrides? And my daughters, as if, like, I don't know what came up over them. They were like, mom, of course we want to go. Nah. <laughs> I go, are you guys serious? Because you told me you didn't want to go. They're like, yeah, let's go. It'll be fun. Yeah. All of us, it's a family thing. It's a memory thing. We'd have a blast. Yeah, last chance, too. I mean, come on. Mentally, I was not prepared to go on a hayride Friday night. I was thinking I'm going to go after mom's house and go in my jammies and just cozy up and watch. I was just in a funk. I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> you don't. You weren't in a funk. You are scared of those things. Yes, right. Irrational, ir- wait, irrational fear. Yes, right? absolutely. Wait, if, you, if you pick those two words apart, then that should solve your whole problem. What do you mean? Irrational. Yeah. Okay. And fear. Yeah. Okay. Cancel out the irrational because irrational is irrational. And fear, you attach the word to it. I like being irrational. That's how I think and breathe and act yeah. on my irrationalities. But anyhow, obvious. So just like, oh, that's irrational. I'll just not think like that. Well, I said you guys changed your mind. I got to mentally prepare for something like that. Oh, God. Got a so? plan. I got to put it in the planner. <laughs> Corporate. <laughs> I got you. It wasn't on my schedule. Oh my and God. then, you know, my sister's like, come on. The whole family's like, my mother's giving me her martyr guilt. She's not even coming. And she's giving me guilt. Like, you should go. You should go. The whole family. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to. I'm going to put my foot down because, you know, I'm 40 something years old now. And I don't have to do it if it makes me uncomfortable. No. Girls, go with your aunts. It'll be fun. I don't have any irrational fears. I just have irrational dread. Like, I don't care. Okay. If you're a parent and your kids are in sports, don't you just dread going to every goddamn game out there? Like, ah. Uh, now, you know, parents. That's dread. No, yes. I hear parents. Now, I am with you on that, but every parent I talk to is like, I love it. 
They love going to They're these lying. Camps. Well, they're living vicariously through their kids, maybe. I don't know. Maybe a portion of them. But most parents are just like, yay, go little Johnny, go little Josette. <laughs> You're like, your kid, like my kid sat the bench a lot, so I dread it. I'm like, come on, yeah, I gotta drive to Buffalo to see my kid warm the bench. Uh, come on, <laughs> coach, put her in for a second. Uh, so, is it inevitable going? It, it, like, there's gonna be a time where you're gonna be stuck making that decision. Your kid loves X, Y, Z. You hate it. Do you go? Do you support them, or do you pass them off to somebody? I will else? always go. I will always, you just always. About the I went. I just, I dreaded it, but I will always oh, go. I have no it. irrational fears. I'd I much rather be on my side. I can't. You got to. You'd look at their eyes, and they're just like, "Oh, yay, Daddy's doing this with us." You know that kind of, You know, Mommy's <laughs> doing this with us. Your daughters would have been so. This would have been one of those experience memories that it's you can't cold. buy. It's dark. You wet. put a coat on. I don't like being uncomfortable. You, well, if you have the right tools, <laughs> like a jacket and a gloves and boots that don't get wet in the inside and things like that, that fixes all that. Well, I don't have any of that stuff. And who hates Halloween? Come on, there's a group of us. Let's fight against Halloween. Let's cancel this terrible holiday. Oh, my God. Don't get cancel culture in on this. I know, right? All right. Uh, 818-2899. Irrationalfear.com. You have an irrational fear. (laughs) Do you suck it up because your kids love it? Like, whatever that irrational fear is. Maybe it's, um... On hay rides like you didn't go on this weekend? Okay, we could use Uh that as an example. Uh I hate... I don't know. I just just don't like them. I don't like people in my face. And sometimes they get too close for comfort. It's like, no, I don't like... I just don't like it. So, you know, do you have to, as a parent, suck it up and just do it for the kids because the kids love it? Do it for the kids. Or pass them off to someone else like, you know, Aunt Debbie and Aunt Laura, which yeah. they had a great time together with my children. And they'll be talking about it around Thanksgiving. They'll be, oh, they around, were, they'll they be were talking and <laughs> raving about what a great time they had and you they missed were, out. Scotty, they were blowing up my phone with pictures, but they put it in a group text with both my parents. And of uh-huh. course, my mom's like, you guys are so sweet to make these beautiful memories. I mean, laying it on thick. Wow. Why I'm not there? My dad's like, wait, where's Sandra? And I'm like, okay, he knew, all right. He knew. God, oh, the absolutely. guilt that emanates yeah. out of your family. Yeah. You're like you're all in therapy. Calls eight one eight two eight nine nine is the number. Let's go this here. Good morning, the buzz. I am so my soul is wounded from what your co-host just said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even have a name anymore. Yeah, I, just no more me. I, I, and so much hurting right now. <laughs> I know. This is full-size candy bar Phil, who's huge loves on... Loves Halloween. Yeah, loves Halloween. Loves it. Well, take, take everybody's kids who hates Halloween, take them to the haunted hair ride. Some of us don't like that stuff. And, here, and here's the problem. I can't do trick-or-treat this year. Phil texted me over the weekend. Bars. He texted me over the weekend. His soul is shot because of... Yeah, he's got something going on. He can't do Halloween. Oh. And yeah. Everyone knows how my son is on the autism spectrum, and mm-hmm. Tuesday night is his play group at the Galasano Children's Center. Oh so my I am not going to. I am not going to take his routine away from him. And since my wife is working till seven thirty that night, and won't get home till eight thirty. 
bless my daughter Molly. She's stepping up. She's not going to a party she was going to, so she can hand out my. Oh, oh look at that! See, you do stuff so that Molly you really don't necessarily want to do, Sandy. Like go to a haunted hayride oh. or do things that you're supposed to do with your she kids. She's planning on going to a party with her friends, and now the party's at your house. My, well, well, because also my my niece lives out in the middle of nowhere. Uh huh. And they don't. They can't trick or treat. Their nearest neighbor's a mile away. <laughs> they're coming to my. They're coming to our house because they usually come home with three shopping bags full of candy that last them till Easter anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Neighbor- let's wait. Hang on. Let's what? just stay there. What? If you live out in the country and you're listening to us right now, eight one eight two eight nine nine. Yeah. How do you do trick or treating? Do you just come into the like suburbs? How did you used to do it, Scotty? Uh, we lived down neighbors- on on Batesing Road out in. Well, I'm not quite sure. It was either Fowlerville, Caledonia, or something, or York. Depends Were on your the middle of nowhere. neighbors yeah. far away from yeah, you? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, it was a walk. It walk way down the driveway and down the road, and then in. There was maybe four or five houses in the vicinity. So like um, it hours was tough. go. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's tough. like hours of trick or treating. You got four pieces of candy. <laughs> so what do you do? Like, really, I'm, I'm curious. You got you. You got to make it a day trip, right? And come into a neighborhood in the suburbs up here. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We've had people. We've had multiple friends come to our house and trick or treat. Even before I did the full size candy bars thing, when Molly still was trick or treat, we'd go out with her. Uh huh. It. We would have like 10, 20 people with us, and most of them lived outside of our area. Yeah. Right, in the boondocks. no houses around. In the boondocks. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, that's, that's what you do. Great. Yeah. Well, that's why oh, you cherish. Yeah, so I think... I think it makes it it makes it more special, Halloween more special when it's more an adventure than just. It's an adventure. I love that. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Stop it! I'm hungry. Thanks for the call, my brother. Bye, guys. Bye. Good morning, ninety-eight nine to Buzz. Zan and Sandy, you're in a sneezing fit, and it's just like the best thing ever. <laughs> and you count them you, when you're sneezing. You count. You're like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's two. Ah, there's three. <laughs> I wish you guys were here in the studio with us I know. because Scott gets so excited when he sneezes. I love sneezing. It's the best you feeling. He says every time he's like, oh, oh it felt great. so good. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to like three and then you're like, oh my God, here comes another one. You're like four. You're counting them in your head. You're like five. Oh my God, I did five. It's like a world record. The littlest things that bring you such joy. Uh, I love it. Simple man. Uh, Yes. That's good, though. That's good. Indeed. So next time you sneeze, (laughs) enjoy it as much as Scotty does. Thank you, Scotty. There's no other feeling like it. It's coming up on 9. The commercial-free 98 <laughs> is on the way here. And, uh, yeah, just keep it right here on the bus, all right? And tomorrow, um, make sure you're listening, especially if you have kids, why you need to show them the letter A before they leave for school. Ah. I kind of forgot to do it today. I forgot to bring it up today. No so problem. we'll do it tomorrow. You got it. So, so now we give you a warning. Yes, now you do. Okay. Uh, we, we've, it's been a hell of a week at CSER, and it's only Monday. Just saying. I know, right? <laughs> we started, right. we're doing our show this morning, and like, and uh, we get a Come phone call saying, we're, we're not on the air. <laughs> we're not even freaking on the air, but we're on streaming. We were on streaming. <laughs> yeah. You can always stream us on the Odyssey app or even through like Alexa or the Google Home things. Like, just say, play 98.9 to Buzz. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's always a podcast, too, after the show. The full show is on uh, the podcast. That is a deal. Go, Bills. The Breakfast Buzz in the Morning, 98.9 The Buzz. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.